know it's that time, y'all. It's that time. It's that time. We back at y'all again with another yeah. show. The I Write You Wrong podcast. And we are the host of the show. I am Walt. Yeah, this is Jay. And yeah, man. So I got to tell you, man, I'm kind of looking forward to this little vacay I got coming up with the fam. Super excited. We're going to Surfside Beach from, I think it's Thursday till Sunday, if I'm oh, not that's mistaken. What's up? Yeah, man. Just looking forward to just like getting in the water and just chilling, man. <laughs> like yeah. just relaxing and just not really thinking about nothing that's like worldly. Hey, you know, man, it's, it's nothing like the beach. The beach is amazing. Like, uh, are you more of a beach person, or a mountain person, or? Yeah, like. I'd rather be where water is than compared water. to I mean, I'm not a wilderness yeah. type of guy at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a beach guy too. So, matter of fact, we're gonna be heading down. Uh, we're gonna be heading down to Pan- Panama City, uh, the beginning of the next month. So, we're gonna we're gonna be right right behind you, man. Right behind you. So, yeah, yeah. And um, so I went to Rocky Mount to visit family, and uh, my little cousins um. Second birthday, he turned two, and it was real good seeing the family and, and everybody. I was real excited to see. Um, I haven't seen him in a while, you know, due to COVID, and we weren't really linking together like that. And no one had, well, I haven't seen those guys in a while. They live closer together up yeah. there, and you know, so it was real good seeing all, especially my grandmother. Yeah, so your your folk your folks from Rocky Mountain, they all over. Um, I got folks from all over, but yeah, I have some people. Down there, Rocky Mountain and South Carolina, New York. It's people all over the place. But, yeah, I grew up, like, you know, in D.C. and all that. But during yeah. the summer times, we would go down there and spend time with them. And then vice versa. Some summers, they would come up there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was real good Um, seeing my cousins and aunts and uncles and, like, relatives down there. So, that was real dope. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, so y'all had, like, a... It was like a cookout. Po- like a post-COVID... Uh, re- family yeah. reunion, huh? Yeah, it was it was real cool, man. We were all laid yeah. back, just reminiscing about, you know how it goes when you was younger. You did this, you did that, yeah, like, yeah, just like yeah, that yeah. type of situation. Yeah. Oh, so, that's yeah. up. that's super, the best, dope. though. Man. I know it was. Yeah, those those are the best when family gets to come together. Shoot, what 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 brought it? I mean, was there? It was his birthday. Um, okay, my his my little cousin Santana. It was his birthday. He turned two. And I just think that everybody kind of wanted to just see each other and yeah. just hang out and yeah. not worry about COVID, I guess. Um, but, you know, everybody, so you still had the people who had their mask and stuff like that. You know, some people played it safe. They had, like, the little bouncy house for the kids. And they was all over the place running around and having yeah. a good time. That's what's up. So, yeah, man, they had the good old food, cookout, of course, how they do. So it was, it was, it was, it was real good. It was real, a real nice time to see everybody. That's what's up. That's what's up. Any 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 excuse for a cookout is a good excuse. I know, right? I swear. <laughs> <laughs> cookout, I forgot how good grilled food oh, is, man. man. I forgot. Yeah. I really did. <laughs> I forgot how great it tastes. Yes. Yeah. That that's just look, that that's my wife right there. And any excuse for a cookout. Man, I love them. So I used to cook out a lot. Oh man, look, man, we shoot. She had us cooking out every day. Matter of fact, our, our anniversary is uh July fourth. Mm-hmm. Because of that, like, oh, she, okay. like she was like, shoot, for bumper reception, she would she just want to cook out. We do it on July fourth. Cookouts are dope. So yeah, she that that was that was the whole the whole reason why we did July fourth actually. Mm, yeah, but um, yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah. So, well, look, look, let's let's go ahead and get into a podcast because uh, th- this this may this may take out uh, you know 
Um, this may take us a little minute. Um, so I wanted to start. Uh, we, we're going to be talking about um, self-limiting beliefs um, probably for the next several shows. Um, you know, I've, I've noticed something at work. Um, and for, you know, anybody who doesn't know, we, uh, Walt and I are in the, in the, um, the mental the health, mental health in, uh, industry. Right. Industrials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, so, so we're dealing with patients, uh, every day. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that has been very common uh, not only this year, actually, I mean, it's, 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 it's been commonplace, uh, for a while now, but, um, it, it had me thinking recently because a lot of people are suffering from self-limiting beliefs yeah. and, and I find that, you know, not only with moving forward, like, you know, because a lot of people, you know, you think about being successful, you think about like owning your own business and becoming a millionaire and doing all this stuff. Right. Um, but not even just that, uh, but relationships and just, just, you know, just even doing the simplest, the simplest things. things. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big accomplishment. It could be something as simple as you actually went out and looked for a job, looking for a job, you achieved getting a job, whether it was a, businessman or you working at a burger shop or whatever the case may be it's an achievement nonetheless right you know right what I mean? or or trying to trying to work your way out of depression or trying to deal with any anxiety or trying to deal with any issues that's that's coming up yeah you know one of the hurdles that a lot of people have are the self-limiting beliefs you know you get somebody who who's you know dealing with um depression uh, and they're trying to work work it out, and they're trying to you know get on the medication and do do the things that they need to do. But then there's this belief in their head that says, "Oh well, I'm not good enough. I'm not deserving of being out of this place anyway. I deserve what I'm getting." And, you know, and so it's it, it's dealing with these self limiting beliefs. Um, and so I think we need to hit it from many different angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll probably be we'll, we'll we'll be hitting this up for for I don't know we'll be talking about it from different angles but for a little bit yeah but um so so I, what hit me to what what hit me though right I was um listening to a lot of a lot of patients and uh, I had friends hitting me up and asking different things about what, you know, what they're going through. And they know I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to keep it a hundred all always. Yeah. And so, but I've noticed that there's a lot of people who really don't want to hear the truth. Yeah, for sure. You know? And so let's, let's, let's start there. Why do you, why do you think that truth is a hard thing for people to handle? For some, I think truth is so hard because I think they know, honestly, the individual, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they ignore it. Mm. So once they hear someone that, so like, say, for example, you said one of your friends or someone was asking you what to do or how could they handle this better, this, that, and the third, whatever the case may be. So they already have a hunch, if you will, on 
what it is they need to do yeah. that they probably been they probably have heard from several other people. Mm-hmm. So they're they're you you would be another person that that was honest with them, and yeah. they're in denial probably about it. You know what I mean? Like truth, a lot of people don't want to hear the truth because they know the truth. Yeah, but they and they don't want to admit to that. Yeah, they want to ignore it and act like it's enough. It's coming from something else other than that. Versus just being honest about it and just being realistic about it and saying, "Hey, let me self reflect and see what's going on. Is it me, or is it this outside thing that I'm keep running to instead of looking at myself?" Right, right. Like that kind of scenario. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. They say um, truth. The the truth hurts. hurts. Yeah. Right. And um, I th- I think there is a lot of truth to that. Me too. Mainly because of our society, um, you know, I, we, we've we've become a very competitive um, society. Not on not on not only just America, but I think that I think our whole world is in this competitive place. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, is always us against somebody we're always comparing ourselves to somebody else and so and so when you're looking at the truth you're looking at things that you did versus things that somebody else did and you're and you're always comparing um and so i i think i think there's a flaw in there but what i really wanted to get to so i want to talk about the idea of confirmation versus criticism okay all right, confirmation versus criticism. And what I mean by that are, well, first, let me say this. You know, um, there's this thing, my, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the things uh, Maslow talks about is, um, I think it's maybe the third level, is the feeling of belonging. And that people need to feel a sense of belonging somewhere. Um, and I think even when we're going through, when we're dealing with different challenges, we, we still want to feel a sense of belonging. We want to feel like we're not by ourselves. So you have like, for example, you may have like a coworker mm-hmm. who's late, right? Constantly late. And then, and then this time they get, they're late. And maybe there was a car accident or whatever prevented them from getting to work on time. And now all of a sudden, um, you know, they get called in the office. And the first thing they do is they go vent to other people. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's almost like they want they want confirmation from these other people to know that it's, it's, it's like. I, I want I want to feel I want to be confirmed by a group of people a group of people right um, I want that sense of belonging I want that sense that I'm I'm right right yeah you know what I'm saying and so I think we all have that um I think that's a challenge for for a lot of people um just just wanting that sense of of belonging that that oh well. You know, there was a car accident and I can't believe, you know, this person wrote me up or I'm about to get fired because there was a car accident and I was late for like two minutes late. Right. And then you just want to hear that other person say, 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. Or yeah. Oh yeah, that's some bull, man. That's why you up. know? That's messed up. Why they right. can't? Why they can't just let that go? Yeah. You know, and so, and I think like a lot of times, we will seek out those people, just for confirmation. Like you ever you ever seen people like um they'll skip over the people who they know will like hold their butt to the fire. Yeah, for and sure. They'll, and they'll go to the people person that they know. Yeah, they'll That's go to agree the with everything they, that they say. Exactly. Yeah. Like I told you the analogy when I uh, we talked about this, and I was saying about the professor, right? Yeah. The professor is a professor. His job is to tell you the truth about whatever the subject matter is. Right. He doesn't or shouldn't have a a biased standpoint. Mm-hmm. Rather, you you adhere to what he's his suggestions. If he's telling you, hey, your essay is not adequate. Mm-hmm. This is an adequate English. This is what you need to do to correct it. Right. And turn the paper back in. You what you what you didn't hear was he gave you the tools and he told you what to do basically to pass it to turn it back in. Right. If he had an issue with you personally, he would have just failed you right there. <laughs> yeah. So he's telling you the adjustments. From that right. point, you need to view it. It's it's all on how you view things. Right. Right. You can view it and say, hey, he's giving me constructive criticism. Right. Or you can look for that validation. Right, you can go to the your classmates and say, "Man, Professor such and such, he always is. He always in reality, he's probably doing that to the same person that you're talking to. So right. of course they're right. going to be like, "Yeah, man, he sucks." And but if you really, if you really look at it from an unbiased perspective and say, "Hey, let me step back. Am I? Is my grammatical? Is my grammatic? Is it good? Am I miss?" Using vowel, like right. anything, whatever, whatever right. the case may be. How can I do better? Right. But like you said, I think the average person, they look for validation. It kind of makes yes. them, like you said, feel belong. Makes yeah. them, hey, I'm not the only one. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like that kind of concept. And, 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 you, and you're going to seek those people out. Yeah. Right. You're going to be like, man, look, you know, so so if, I'm, if I am in the class I'm and, and there's an issue with the paper, I'm not gonna. I, once the professor gives me his his stamp on mm-hmm. you know what's what's right, what's wrong, I'm gonna sit there, and I'm gonna be like, nah, this some bull. Hey, Walt, Walt, read read this paper. How you feel? What you what you right. think about it? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And because I know Walt gonna be like, oh yeah, this good. It, right. It's real. Yeah, man. I don't know what that professor think about because you you need that confirmation, confirmation. right? Yep. You, but it's, and and it's like you're creating your own little tribe uh, uh, around this whole around this one situation. You're creating this whole little tribe, mm-hmm. and it's like a safety net for you. Yeah. Um. But the problem is, it doesn't get you anywhere because at the end of the day, Walt could say it's the greatest paper on earth, but that professor still gonna fail me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so. And so we like we have to learn how to get past this 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 um, just seeking out confirmation, just looking for um, people to to appease us and <laughs> yeah. and make us feel good, you know, with stupid situation like like stupid <laughs> stuff that's you know not saying? even really that serious almost. Right. You know, just want to know that you're not alone, basically. 
It's kind of weird though. Like some people kind of want to know, like when they're doing bad, that somebody you want to know somebody else doing bad with you. Like, yeah, that's kind of strange. <laughs> Misery loves company, right? I know, right? It's 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 the whole the whole idea of just um, avoiding criticism and just wanting the just wanting the comfort, just wanting to know that I'm not alone. To to feel that belonging, to feel that even if it's a even if it's well, you know, we all write terribly. <laughs> we, yeah. Oh yeah. Can none of us write no essays? I'm not by myself. You know. Yeah. So we all want. Oh, a lot of people want to and seek out that confirmation. Those cheerleaders. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like if you like with a with, on a on a uh, football team, right? I play I play football, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like if you're sitting there and something goes wrong the 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 one person you don't ask about your play is the cheerleader yeah. like the cheerleader is set up to cheer you on no matter what, what happens yeah. no matter what's going on right <laughs> um uh you know because if 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 you're if you're if if you're dropping the ball, if you're missing tackles, if you're doing all this, they're supposed to keep cheering. They're supposed to keep you and get. They're supposed to try to make you get you hype. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They're supposed to be the ones to say, "Oh, it's okay, it's okay. You'll right. you'll you'll get the next one." Yeah. But the person who you really should be going to is your coach. Yeah, and your coach is not a cheerleader. Your coach is not there for confirmation. Your coach is there to tell you, A, are you doing it right or are you doing it wrong? What are you doing it wrong? Like, how do you correct it so that you could get better? Better, yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people struggle with that, even even that process of saying, okay, how do I turn this around so that I can start to get better? Um, because we're always looking for a confirmation. We're always looking for mom to tell us that we're doing everything right. Yeah. When, nah, it's that that's that's bull, and you really need you know pops to sit up there and say nah nah do it again. Yeah. This sucks. Take your take that paper and rip it up. Now seriously though, not to be off topic, but the yeah. mindset of society, like how you're saying it, is like it is gearing towards uh critiqueless society i mean right and i say that because it made me think about when i was growing up as a kid and when i participated in sports i didn't always win mm-hmm. real quick i'm not gonna ho- I mean, i'm gonna get nah, too nah, you're good yeah and like and i compare it to now in modern times with my son he's he played football and he did fairly well i mean he got the uh, day one and all that good stuff but mm-hmm. in today's um i'm not saying all but i know a lot of times everyone gets trophies even if they lose yeah. and when it's like almost you don't want to hurt their feelings or it's like you can't say that mm. they lost. You can't, right. they can't take it. Right. If you tell them they lost, it's, it's like a, a unwritten rule now almost like right. you can't say, Hey, you failed. Try again next season or right. It's like, that's too much now. Yeah. It's like everybody gets trophies. Everyone gets medals. Everyone <laughs> yeah. gets praise. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Not, if you lose, if you lost, instead of being able to look at it and say, hey, son, 
you didn't get him this year, but we're going to work in the offseason. We can come back stronger than ever. Like how you say how the father role or mom, whatever case may be, yeah. role should be right. to inspire and to motivate. Right. Like that's not a thing no more. Even the losers wins. Yeah, exactly. Now. <laughs> exactly. But you can't criticize. I, I remember when my boys, they were playing, I, I think it was like flag football. This was years ago. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's just what you said. Like they were they sitting up there playing – and I noticed immediately, like, nobody was keeping score. And I'm like, oh, fast. Like, uh, okay, fine. I'm going to keep score. <laughs> yeah. And and my boys always wanted to know, like, at the end of the game, okay, okay, who won? Did, did we win? Did we lose? And I told them straight up, yeah, okay, this game, yeah, y'all won. Yeah, y'all won. Okay, this game, y'all lost. All right, y'all won. You know, and and then it was funny because at the end of it, um, I guess they must have been keeping score or whatever because they created like a little playoff thing. Yeah. But everybody got the same trophies. Everybody oh. had this, you know what I'm saying? Like the end result. Now they created a little championship game. So the champion was able to play more games. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of how you know who won. Right. But at the end of the day, Everybody got the same trophies. Yeah, you know, and it, and nobody kept score. So it was like, who? How do you know if? How do you know if you won or not? And and not only if you know because I know a lot of times, yeah, we do focus on winning and losing. But not only you know are you not knowing whether you win or lose, but you don't know how you're doing, whether or not you need to make any adjustments. You're just being praised for whatever you're doing. Yeah. And 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 that doesn't help to build you. It don't. You Actually, know? to me, in my perspective, it kind of, it hurts. It, it it helps to confirm these self-limiting, like yeah. it, it creates these self-limiting beliefs. It hurts you, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because now all of a sudden you, you, you start to feel like, um, you don't need to change anything because everything is working. Every I'm I'm still You're getting a trophy. Right? Yeah. I'm good, right? And so everything. But then when you hit real life, right? Because they, I mean, they were in elementary school. So now all of a sudden, when you're in high school, college, competitive, and and it's real competitive. Yeah. Now you're like, hold hold on. Why are we keeping score now? Yep. You know, and and it creates this self limiting. Idea in your head, like, oh, okay, I I can do this and still get a trophy. I can do this, and I don't have to worry about any flaws in my game or any ways I can get better. Ways I could get better or anything like that. On, right, right. And and I know there's you know there's different philosophies because people do believe that you can um, like teach people with praise. You know, it's almost like yeah. it's almost like teaching an animal, you know, instead of instead of hitting the animal or the dog or whoever, whatever, when they're doing something bad, just reward them for doing good. So whenever you see them doing good, you give them a treat and hopefully they'll keep that same, you know, that same behavior. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have no animals, so I don't know if that really works, but I know in real life. Yeah. With our human behavior. Yes. Uh, No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're no. gonna need that. You're gonna need that discipline, man. You're gonna need that discipline to know when you're not um, focused or you're not taking it 
as seriously as you should be. Yeah. You need to do better, practice until you get better. So, like, apply that logic to a child's education. I mean, if your child was falling behind in uh, math, are you just going to praise him because he did good on one test? Or are you going to say, mm-hmm. when he fails an actual test or she fails, are you going to just say, you did great. You'll pass next time. Right. You know what I mean? Or are you going right. to sit with them and tell them and critique them and criticize them and say, hey, right. you didn't do this. And let me show you uh-huh. where you didn't do good at. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you should do it. You got to mold, you know, a child. That's how it would help them. Like how you said, when you hit real life, they'll yeah. be able to, I guess, withstand a the criticism. They'll be able to take it because I guess they were receiving it since they were a little bit younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like when, when you, we were in school and we had to show our work, mm-hmm. right? And the the idea behind showing your work wasn't necessarily to, I mean, I mean, it was to get the answer right, of course. But the main thing was, okay, if you got it wrong, I can see your process. Right. So now I can I can help to fix with what's wrong. I can help to guide you into, oh, this is where you messed up. You were going good here. You were good here. You were good here. But this is where you went off. And yeah. because you went off here, now your answer is wrong. And now you're getting better, Right. But a lot of times we like to choose comfort over being challenged yeah. over, over, <laughs> over, you know, because, because, because comfort is comfortable. Comfort is nice. Com- it, it's, it's nice to say, um, oh, well, well, shoot, that's a stupid word. Why, why, why does that word, you know, because uh, you misspelled it. Well, shoot, it's, it's stupid the way it's, it's not even pronounced right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not going to change. So, right. So, so you need to be challenged. But a lot of times, people um, love to to be comforted instead of challenged, and I find that to be a major, major problem. It is. Um, but honestly, I've struggled with that before in my life. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I look, I, I remember, um, so I quit football in college. Mm-hmm. And one of, one of the reasons why I ended up quitting football because I had what I, what I perceived to be a racist um, uh, coach. coach. Um, and so I had issues with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... I, you know, I I loved to be praised, mm-hmm. and I had other coaches, other position coaches around me that would would praise me for certain things and would correct me on certain things, and I didn't really mind the correction if I was getting pra- <laughs> if if I was getting praised. I I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I love I loved the praise, mm-hmm. um, but the correction always made me feel like I was doing something wrong. It always right. made me feel. Um, and, and it always took me back to a place that, you know, I've struggled with myself, um, trying to, trying to get out of trying being, being told different things like you're not never going to mount anything and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's always taken me back to that. It's like, it, it's, it's, it started to confirm negative thoughts that I had about myself. Right. 
And I think that's why a lot of people don't like criticism. Yeah. Because it starts to confirm these past or or present negative thoughts Thoughts, that they already have about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so it's easier to deal with the comfort or, or the praise or, yeah, that was a great tackle. Oh, yeah, that was a great sack. Yeah, that was a great play versus, hey, uh, you went for the inside shoulder. You were supposed to go for the outside shoulder, and he spun on you, and that was yeah. a terrible play. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, oh nah, I, w- I, want you, I want you to say I got there, <laughs> I, I got there real fast. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like that was a really athletic play, and I almost had it. Right. And, and instead, you're saying, nah, uh, no, you took the wrong angle, and they scored. <laughs> you know, you don't want to hear. You don't want to hear any of that. Yeah, yeah, but so I mean, I understand. I understand the um, how how comfort makes you feel. How, but at the end of the day, it doesn't help you. It don't. It truly don't. Um, I said that myself. I think that you um, work on it. I like I said, I struggle with it as well throughout my life with certain aspects. But if you're able to work on it, you should because ultimately it does help you mm-hmm. to be able to take criticism. Mm-hmm. Um depending on the circumstance or environment, whatever it's for, like if you're at work or if you're running your own business, if you're whatever in school, it only benefits you to be able to look at yourself and see where you have a flaw in something and then reevaluate it and, and, and understand that you're not perfect and be able to, you know, work on it. Nothing is overnight. It's a process. It's extremely different. A lot of people want to hear how great they are yes. or what, what they're good at. Yes. But it's a process in being able to accept criticism mm-hmm. and then work on it daily to get better at it. Yeah. Because if you're stuck in a rut and all you can hear is uh, if you're in that, that negative mindset and you hear someone critique or criticize you, like you said, it's only going to make you feel worse and you're going to find yourself in a position to where you're depressed and you can't get out of that funk. You don't have no motivation to be able to move forward if you're depressed. If you're right. feeling like I can't accomplish this goal, whether it's getting up or brushing your teeth or making you something right. to eat, whatever the case may be, just the small things. If you aren't able to, by baby steps or little by little, look at yourself and reevaluate yourself and ask yourself honestly, could I, could I have done something differently or better? Mm-hmm. That That's a way that I think, would help people who are dealing with like those self-doubt limitations. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just humble yourself and be honest about it and say, truly, am I doing something wrong that I could work on it over a period of time to get better at it? Right. And see, and see so here's the problem with, with seeking out comfort in, in, in order for you to go wherever you are trying to go whether, you know, um, you're trying to work yourself out of any mental health issues or you're working yourself out of, you know, uh, success or poverty or 
um, you, you're working yourself out of poverty or you're trying to be, you know, start a business or whatever you, wh- wh- whatever the goal is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to know where you are in order to create a roadmap to get to where you're going, right? And so if you're sitting there um, being comforted and being praised um, for an idea of maybe, you know, uh, if you if you're being comforted for where you are, then you'll never know how to get to where you're trying to go, right? Mm-hmm. So it it's 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 so we're we're down we're down near Charlotte, North Carolina, right? And so if we decided okay, we want to go to D.C., then we know we need to travel north, okay? So, but what if somebody said, well, shoot the comfort person comes in and say, well, but it's nice in Charlotte. Why would you even want to go to DC right now? Well, it's not even the DC you grew up in. Why would you want to be there? You know, you're in the best place right now. And so now this person is trying to comfort you and telling you where you are and you're doing the right thing with being where you are. Well, that's fine, but it doesn't help you on your journey trying to go back to DC. Like you don't know, you don't know where you are. You need somebody to be able to guide you and say, Hey, you know, uh, you need your South of DC. This is where you are. You need to get on 85 North mm-hmm. and then you need to travel up. Then you need to get on 95. Like this is the, this is the roadmap. But if you're always looking for somebody who's going to give you good, give you that comfort, then you're never going to get out of where you are. You know, if you are, if you find somebody and they're like, you like you're dealing, you're dealing with your emotions and you're dealing with anger and somebody will be like, yeah, you should be angry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I should be angry because this person shouldn't have did this and blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. Okay. And now you done kill somebody and then you in jail. <laughs> like, right. it's like, okay, but I, I, I want to work my way through this. How do I work my way through it? Yeah. And. I find the dilemma be because a lot of people want to work through it. A lot of people want to get past it. A lot of people want to get, you know, you want to get out of poverty and you want to, you want to, you know, at least be financially stable. You know, you want to, you want to get out of your job and leave and start a business. You want to, you know, you know, you want to not be depressed and not be so anxious and you want to be able to live in the moment and you want to be able to have a normal life. Uh, which you may consider to be a, no, a normal life, but you can't find your way out. Like that, you know, you don't have anybody telling you, um, critiquing you enough to 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 help you. help navigate through. Yeah, you know. So you want this thing, but you also want the person to sit there and comfort you where you are. Yeah, it's becoming a no list society, man. Yeah. It's like no one wants to hear the word no or any form of criticism. Mm-hmm. And I, I see it everywhere. I see it everywhere from sports to everywhere. I mean, I, I see it everywhere. It's yeah. almost like if you are opposed to anything, if you're opposed to anyone's uh, viewpoint or, or anything like that, it's mm-hmm. like that's like the worst thing you can do now. Criticism, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. criticism is not what's up. Anymore. Right, right. <laughs> really they don't even, we don't even want to hear that side. Nope. Yeah, and and it, it's just, it's just it's it, it's sad because 
we're fighting against our own selves by wanting something that we're not allowing to happen. You know, I remember when my wife um, had her first C-section and, you know, with a C-section, they cut you open and yeah. take the baby out and everything. And I remember um, it, was, it was maybe like the second day um, that she was in the hospital. And then I remember the nurse coming in and was like, okay, you got to get up, get up. And I'm sitting there like, yo, you just cut her open. Like, what you mean? Get up. Like, right. She can't walk. She, and they were like, no, you need to get up and go to the bathroom because if you stay in this place, I can't sit up here and cheerlead and say, oh, I know it hurts. I know it. I know it hurts. Mm-hmm. Just stay there. Because if you stay there, you'll never get out of the bed. Your your body will just start to give up. And they're like, oh, I know it hurts. I'm sorry. Get up. <laughs> now it's time for you to move. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for you to start walking. Yeah, what that nurse did to a lot of people, they, they will view her as mean. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was mean. That's what I'm saying. I'm sitting there like, yo, what's you talking, talking about? Like you said, about? she just was, y'all just cut her open. Yes. And your perception at that time was, yo, you wildin'. Like, you, you yep. she's resting because she was cut open. I'm like, yo, you you sit up here. You you just checked her bandages. They bloody. Right. And you telling her to get up? <laughs> like, come on. She needs some comfort right now. No. She needs, she needs some criticism up. right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she, need, she needs... To be able, because unless she wants to stay in this bed for the rest of her life, she needs to get, get up, up yeah, and move. Yeah. And I didn't understand that at the time. And so to I me, totally understand that. it felt, it felt like, no, you should let her rest. Felt wrong. She, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I, we, we want the comfort, right? That's, yeah. that's normal for us. Um, and so. I, I got it though later, way later. Yeah. And then so by the third by the um third C section, my wife was up Walking. on her own the same day. Yeah. It was like uh, I already know what's coming. I ain't even gotta wait for the nurse. I'm gonna get my butt up and I'm gonna because she was able to use that criticism, if you will. Right. Right. But that 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 harsh but truth, knowledge, yes, knowledge yes. Mm-hmm. that she needed, and she was able to now. Okay, the second one, boom. The third one, boom. And I'm able to. I'm now. I'm able to take it, and I can do on my own now. I don't need you to come and help me, and you know, I, I can get up and do on my own. Yeah. So she had the her process. Her thought process at that time was probably the way that you thought initially. But she was able to, I guess, accept the criticism because, like you said, yeah. now look though, like when she had it, now you can see how she benefited from right. that criticism. But it's like that element is being taken out of society to where people don't even want to hear the criticism; they just don't. And then, so how you were able to see and reflect on her process and how well she handled it and how she has grown, mm-hmm. it's like. If you're not willing to be uh, open-minded and kind of step back and listen, you won't be able to see the progress in yourself. Mm, so she saw yeah. the progress over a period of time. Even you noticed it to the, yeah. way, the point where after she has this operation, 
she's literally up and walking shortly afterwards because yeah. she's motivated. She knows what it takes. She's no, she's learned. Right. She's learned from the docs and the, and the nurse and things like that. So she took it and ran with it. But in modern time, man, it's just like the more and more uh, honest you are and it's, it's not pandering to their, to them. Mm-hmm. It's not making them comfortable. Then it's a no, no. Yeah. That's a scary, that's a scary line to, to walk on though. I know because, because I mean that, that only leads to, you know, your downfall at the end of the day. You know, I remember um, a Jay-Z line when, uh, you know, Jay-Z had to battle with Nas oh, and, yeah. and different people, f- you know, feel differently about who won and, all of that. Um, I still think Nas got him. But mm-hmm. Jay said, uh, you know, basically he said, you know, I never lose because even in defeat, there's a valuable lesson learned. So it evens it up for me. Yeah. And the only way you're able to learn anything in defeat is if you've mastered the concept of criticism. Like you've a- now he's at a place where he's able to look at himself and criticize himself or he got other people around him being able to help him. But he's not, you know how a lot of people, um, especially, you know, you'll see a lot of uh, celebrities and they, they fall off the wagon and a, a lot of athletes, you see this with a lot of athletes and they'll fall off the wagon. And as a, as a fan, you'll sit back and you see it and you're like, man, Man, this dude, how does he not see what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, a good a good uh example was Antonio Brown. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and you're sitting there and you're yeah, looking at this, you're like, dude, like you are the best receiver in the league. Like you you're you're an all time great. How do you not see how you're sabotaging your mm-hmm. own self? Yeah. You know? And it's it's because the people around him are all comforting him. Yeah. Right? They're all like, oh, man, they shouldn't have did this. Man, they tripping. Man, they should be blah, blah, blah. And, and instead of having people around you that's going to criticize you, hold you accountable, and be like, nah, dog, nah, you, you missed, is, you missed it on that one. Yeah, yeah you, like you tripping. It. You tripping. And so some people have mastered the ability to grab people around them and say, Hey, tell me the truth. No matter what I need to know the truth. Yeah. And then if you, if you really get good, then you can start to just like my wife did with the transition. The first time she needed the nurse to tell her to get up. Right. She needed the nurse to, to, to critique her and say, no, you can't lie here. Mm hmm. But after a while, she was able to self-evaluate. Yeah. And she was able to say, ah, I need to get up. Yeah, there you go. Right? And so, but if you have people comforting you all the yeah. time, how do you how do you self-evaluate? How do you look at your own self and crit- criticize yourself? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, that's what Jay-Z was talking about. Like, okay, I may have lost. Some people may think I lost, but... There's a valuable lesson learned here in this for me because yeah. I'm able to look at it and criticize myself for this whole situation. So it evens it up. 
I didn't lose. Right. Right. But whenever you're looking at finding somebody to comfort you, now you can't get any better. So because you, you, you're already the best. You're the best. You're the that's greatest. Everything. Yeah, that's all you hear. Every yeah. time you're around people, oh, you're the greatest. You're the best. You're the greatest. That's all you hear. You never hear, even I, when you're doing ridiculous things. I guarantee that's what <laughs> that's what Mike Tyson heard. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? When he was going through his stuff, that's that's where and that's when Antonio Brown was hearing. You know, just straight. Oh, you're, you're yeah, man. You're the greatest, man, man. Shoot, who who cares if you uh Facebook live in a, a private conversation with your coaches and all that? No, man. Yeah. Whatever. They tripping. You the greatest, man. They just tripping. Oh, okay. Like Mike, man, he was hearing that he was the greatest and um, totally getting taken advantage of, man. Yeah. So, you know, I'm pretty sure out of that 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 entire time that no disrespect to um Mike, but that entire time in the in the early kind of when he was in his prime career of his career knocking dudes out, I'm pretty sure he had people outside of Don King telling him, like saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. in your pockets." Right, but he took the he he took the comfort. Right, because Don King was giving him that confirmation. Comfort. Yeah, you know, Don King was giving him everything that he wanted to hear, and none of what he needed to hear, but giving him everything what he wanted, wanted to hear, and yeah. that, and that's that's what ruins us because it's all we always want what we want to hear, mm-hmm. and we miss what we need to hear, and in today's society with twitter with facebook with instagram everything being posted nonstop. it's like we we don't even we we haven't even created a good environment for um proper self-evaluation right you know because i think for sure social media plays a humongous part in that that's yeah. all you want from social media That's is, it. is glory and yep. people praising you for, I'm not going to say if it's wrong or right, but it's not nine times out of 10. It's superficial or it's mm-hmm. something that's no, uh, it's nothing substantial. It's not nothing that really truly matters. Not for everyone, but for a lot of people, they go in there and they put facade. They put on this facade of a, a ridiculous uh, lifestyle and things like that. Right. And everyone is responding like, "Oh my goodness, I'm jealous." Da, 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 da. I right. wish I had this. I wish I. Had. But they're not um, having people in there being honest about a lot of stuff. Saying, "Hey, man, like, I, I, I know you. You, 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 you're an average person. Like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. let's not." Um, act like that but but we don't we don't know we don't allow that right because the no. moment the moment somebody gets up there and tries to you're a hater to to right you're a hater that's the first thing that's gonna you know come saying? out of someone's mouth yeah yep. i get that a lot with um and i don't even be like hating and and this is it's the same thing but it's it's talking about like music right i noticed uh-huh. the pattern with conversations that i have for people that are younger than me mm-hmm and it's not that I'm hating on like the music that's out now, but it's just more so I always ask questions like, what are they talking about? Like, cause to me, I'm looking for like something from right. it, like a story or something I could take from it. Right. And like the first thing that they say 
is man, you hate her. Yeah, you hate, man. I can't even critique. I can't even <laughs> ask no. the question of anything. I can't criticize nope. it. I can't critique it. Nope. I can't say, hey, what is you rapping about? It's just something about what? And then yeah. like the first thing that comes out of everyone's mouth is you are oh, you are old hater. Yeah. Or you're old, or whatever yep. the case may be. Yeah. Like that's literally the first thing that comes out of everybody's <laughs> mouth because because you're not allowed to criticize at all you're not allowed all they want is comfort they want you to be like nah this this is dope ain't it yo, this yo is the yeah, best. yeah 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 that's dope yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is uh, yeah but what are you talking about oh man you hating that's it you hating. that's literally how the <laughs> conversation just, goes dude i just said it was dope i just don't know what he's talking about you, man you that's because you old head you don't know what you're talking, talking about. about yeah uh, okay <laughs> I was like, dude, did you not know they had artists that made music like this just in a different way when I was growing up? Yeah. I didn't like that either. Right. <laughs> so right. it's not right. me being a hater. Right. It's just me critiquing it and criticizing and asking questions. Exactly. But the first thing that pops up in people's mind is, oh, you're a hater or you're salty or yep. some foolishness stuff like that. Yeah. Just to, I had to say that because it literally reminded me of that. Yeah. Like, I can't, you can't critique anything. Nothing. You're literally labeled or as a hater or you just don't give it a try or whatever they be saying. Like we have, so we don't, we don't even create an environment where you, uh, when you are allowed to to criticize because, because look, criticism, criticism um, inherently with criticism inherently comes some form of a mistake. Right, something you've done wrong, something that you could do better. Better, yeah. Right, and everybody wants to, seems to want to believe that they're perfect, yeah, and that they can't do anything better, and that the only reason why they are in the situation that they're in is not because of anything that they, they could did. have done better, yeah. It's because of somebody else or something else, and so they just want the confirmation to say, "Oh, I'm late because there was a car accident, and that's why I'm late." And I should be forgiven for that. And it's like, well, couldn't you get up earlier? Like, didn't you, didn't you check? I mean, because you, you, you was pushing it anyway. Right. Like, you, like you, wanted to, you, you wanted to get there, like, right on the dot. Like, couldn't you, like, try to get there, like, 10 minutes earlier? But, so right? what happened the other 15 times? Exactly. You know what I mean? That you were like, was it exactly. was it another was it fifteen car accidents? Was it <laughs> You know what I mean? Not being and, able to And then they'd be like, nah, nah, but I ain't talking about it. I'm talking right. about this one. Yeah. I'm talking about this one. That that well, arrogance, that that yeah. that the ability to not self reflect and just honest be honest with yourself. Right. Like even if you're not looking for someone to pat you on the back, mm-hmm. your your self reflect time. Everyone has that time. Where they they idle their their thoughts are idle, mm-hmm. they're thinking about just random things about their self. You gotta have the ability to critique yourself and be honest mm-hmm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. But see, the problem is when you when you haven't grown up in in an environment where that's allowed, then that critique yeah. becomes so brutal that now you're not critiquing yourself; you're just beating yourself up. Yeah. For everything that you've done wrong or every misstep that you ever made mm-hmm. because you don't understand the difference between beating yourself up and critiquing. Yeah. Like, yes, you could have made mistakes. We all make mistakes. But oh, yeah. Criticism is like looking at those mistakes and saying, oh, okay, 
Okay, I'm learning from that. Okay, I messed. Mm-hmm. I did that. Um, let me change this. Let me see if I could do it this way. Let me see if I could do this. Let me do. Let me learn from that mistake. Versus you saying, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just terrible. I'm just, I'm right. worthless. I'm just," and that, and that's where it comes back to. That's the beliefs that I I hear often. It's like when, when people start getting into that place it's like well yeah but i'm just i'm just i'm terrible i'm a terrible person Person. because i did this that and the third and it's like oh no you messed up that happens absolutely you know what i'm saying like it will happen in the future as well exactly exactly (laughs) it's gonna happen exactly (laughs) and and if you have no way of turning that critic using that criticism then you know it's funny because when you start to feel terrible about yourself, mm-hmm. then you still start to look for those, that confirmation and you almost confirm your, so your thoughts look for confirmations. If you can't find any outside confirmation, which you probably could tell, find people who tell you you're terrible, but if you can't find any outside confirmation, you'll find internal confirmation. I was about to say, to be honest with you, you could be in a room full of people. If you're a horrible person, and that room for the people to tell you how great you are, mm-hmm. deep down inside, yeah. you're still going to know exactly. you're horrible. They exactly. can praise you and give you all the confirmation you want. Exactly. But you know. Like, exactly. Can't, there's no denying self. That's how you become a Robin Williams. And, you know, everybody's looking on the outside and like, you're, the, you're a great person. You're making everybody laugh. How could you be dealing with these issues yeah. That nobody knows about and then you commit suicide. Like nobody knows. No. Yeah. You know, it's because he's dealing with this internal thing and he's yep. putting on a show for everybody else. And we like to put on shows for other people. And criticism uh is is when you pull back the curtain and like okay, show's over. Now let's deal with 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 some real stuff. Yeah. And so one way that I've found like to deal with or to try to get to a place to where you you can deal with criticism because a lot of people okay all right fine uh, yeah I like I, I I like to be comforted mm-hmm. I I hate criticism I hate when people talk about me negatively in any way shape or form so how do I change that well one thing I've found is that a lot of times people are connecting themselves with those criticism. With, with the criticism. Yeah, I agree 100%. You I know. said that. Yep. That's a, that's a, that's the same kind of um you point that I have as well. Yeah. It's their own some people's own insecurities with certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um they truly feel their way about mm-hmm. themselves and like you said they connect it. Yeah. Yep, I yeah. agree with that 100%. And and because of it they they feel like you know, I, I think the most powerful word in the world to me is any word that follows I am. So when you say I am, those next words are extremely powerful because those next words are defining you. They're defining who you are. They're telling you about you. Yeah. And and so a lot of times people will say, I am a failure. 
I am a terrible person. And they'll and they and and they'll have this situation that occurred that will um give them proof that they yeah that that they're a terrible person or that they are a failure. Mm-hmm. And so they use that I am and then they put a, a very strong um word behind it and now they associate that issue that 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 mistake that um misstep or whatever you want to call it with who they are not what they did and those are two very big distinctions well one of the things over the period of time because i i struggle with it a lot throughout my life and one the well the my main approach now to it all whether it's praise or constructive criticism, I view it as just that. These are people's opinions of me, mm-hmm. and that's their opinion. Mm. Um, I try to look at myself more. How do I view me? Um, yeah. Because you, you have to understand, opinions will never, they can change, but they won't stop. Right. You're going to get opinions from People, people, people will have their opinion of you, and they don't even know you. Right. So you have to understand that. Right. You have to understand that individually, someone's going to feel or have their opinion about you. That's the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. But what you can change is how you feel about you. Yes. So I view thing that's that's my viewpoint. Whether it's someone telling me, "Hey, well." You're really good at uh, fixing cars, or you're mm-hmm. good at your job, or you're good at reading. Whatever, whatever aspect, mm-hmm. I take that. That's cool. Thank you. Hey, you could do better in math. You aren't the best cook. Mm-hmm. You, it's all opinionated. It's it's opinion. It's fine. Right. You listen and you move on, because at the end of the day, it's you. It's you. At the end of the day, it's you. You have to be comfortable with how you, when you're comfortable, in my opinion, when you're comfortable with how you view you, opinions, opinions are just going to be just that. Opinions. You can listen to them, but if you know that you can do better at your job, you're telling yourself that. Mm -hmm. You will do that. If you personally know, hey, you know, I could improve with this, you're gonna it's like you're you already know the things that you should work on. Yeah. And you you could you should do it. The the opinion's gonna come regardless to me. Yeah. It's gonna come one way or another. But you have to get to a point where you're feeling good about you so you can take those steps to get out of the state of your self doubt. But see the 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 hang up becomes where you say, "All right, you know, you, you know, this, this meal wasn't that good," mm-hmm. and then the person says, "I am a ter- I'm a terrible cook," right? So now, once you've identified, once you've made that who you are, and now I can't get better at cooking because I'm a terrible cook, right? right. It's, it's not that. It's not that I I cooked this meal. I put too much salt in this one, 
or right. you just oh, overcook. I am a you're terrible cook. cook. Right. Right. I understand. And so now no matter what I do, no matter what I cook, I'm, I'm that's the program that I'm running in my mind. Right. That I am a terrible, terrible cook. cook. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not running. Oh, snap. I messed that one up. That that one. That meal was terrible. Right. That's not what I'm running. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you make. It don't matter what it's I make. It's going to be terrible, yeah. And so that's how this creeps into your self-limiting beliefs because people don't realize once they internalize that that criticism. There you go. They become it. And so yeah, now if if I if I believe that I am a great mechanic, well then there's nothing that you can say to change that. I'm a great. I'm a great mechanic. That's what I'm. You just saying. got a terrible car. You just got. You just got a busted hey, car, man. Go to another mechanic. <laughs> yeah, man. You just got busted parts, man. I, right. I'm a great mechanic, but, but if I, it, 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 so, so what I what I would say is like, when you're taking criticism, instead of internalizing it and saying I am right. a great uh, a, a terrible cook, how about, okay, I didn't do well on that meal. Okay. Now, see, because if I can separate it from who I am, now I'm willing to to accept the criticism because you're not talking about me. Right. Right. And that's what it, that that's the issue. Like it becomes so personal when you when you're talking about me. When you, when you say, "Yo, you you messed up my car." What? Now you're talking about me. Yeah. If you say, "Okay, you know, this part didn't work here. Oh, okay. We we talking about the parts. Oh, okay. I could deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, we talking about we talking about this meal. Well, shoot, you should check out this other meal that I made. Cause it, this one, I, I I knocked this one out the park. Yeah. You know, but when you internalize it and you make it I am, then now it's like all bets are off because I'm also going to find confirmation. I'm going to find reason to believe I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you can switch it to I did or I do, even if it's criticism, right? Even if it's if, even if it's something that even if it's something negative, something that you can work on. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm I'm not a lazy individual who never gets to work on time. I did come to work late. I did that. Okay. I'd, 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 I do come to work late, like every day. <laughs> right. Okay. But I'm not a late person. I'm, I, I am not a late person. I'm not a terrible employee. I'm a good employee. I just, okay, but I can work on this aspect. Exactly. There you go. You know what I'm saying? There you go. And so try to, if you could take it from being so personal. Yeah. Then you can start to, um, change the way you look at it. That's what I was saying. You got to understand the opinions are going to be the opinions of people. Yeah. That's that's going to happen. Right. Like I told my wife one time, um, I said, uh, you shouldn't worry about what people's perception or what people think of you because I said, I guess what? You could go to work, right? You could treat everybody to lunch. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Pay for it. Do you not know it's going to be people that you bought their lunch? They're going to be like, Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Instead of them saying, they're looking. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. They're going to say, well, I don't eat chicken. Why right. did you give me that? So it's going to always be the, 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 
the no and the yeah and the yeah and the no and right. you know, everyone's gonna have their thoughts of you. Or they're gonna complain about what what you bought. Bought them. So oh, you, why you you gonna bring a donuts? You know I'm on the day on diet, and you gonna bring donuts, right? So instead <laughs> of like you saying internalizing it, yeah, just view it for what it is. It's it's it's, it's an opinion. It's it's just that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's tough. You gotta you can't you, you can't internalize the opinion though, and 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 that's the thing because it, it, that opinion, if 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 you feel like that's who you are, then that opinion becomes part of your tribe too. Yeah, because that that's your cheerleader telling you, "Hey, you suck," and, and you're like, and, and you don't even realize it. But it's confirming that it's confirming that feel, yeah. that 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 belief that you yeah that that I do suck yeah you know and so that's why it, it, I would even say like you have to be very careful with opinions don't internalize none of it and that's what I was saying yeah ultimately it's you you have to be comfortable with you because mm-hmm. like either way whether you fall into the spectrum of you're the one that's always feeling down about yourself and you you know you're shooting yourself in the foot all the time and you're always in that state of mind um you personally it doesn't matter how many verbal praises that you get mm-hmm. whether whether the person that's saying it about you mean it sincerely or genuinely you feel that you're terrible yeah so I, the person or the people that's telling you, hey, you're really great at delegating responsibilities. You're really great at it does not does matter, matter. Yep. because your mindset is what it already is. Yeah. So you cannot try to internalize every single opinion of people because if you do that, you're going to find yourself going crazy. You know, yeah. you can't live up to no one's expectations but your own. Yes. You have to be able to be honest with yourself and critique yourself and just understand that you're human and it's all a process. It's all a work in progress. Yeah. Whether you're on the, the end of the spectrum to where you don't feel that great about yourself or you're on the end of the spectrum that you feel confident in yourself. Not arrogant, but you know you put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could be on that to play devil's advocate, you could be on that end of the spectrum and mm-hmm. think that you're you're A1. You're the best of right. the best. Right. And if someone comes and tells you, yo, you're really good. I appreciate how mm-hmm. you can get too high on the horse yeah, and start thinking that you're incapable of making mistakes. Right, right. So when you start hearing those mistakes, <laughs> it's exactly. like, you know what I mean? So it's a double-edged sword. You have to find yourself in all the madness. Yeah. And just be comfortable with as even flow as possible, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, like you have to kind of find yourself in the middle. That's it. You know, because you're right. Like you could be, you could be on that high horse, and then somebody says, "Hey, hey, uh, you know that was a, that was that was a great that was a great podcast." Um, but y'all could have did. You know, here's a suggestion. Yeah, and you'd be like, hey, "Dude, get out of my face, right. man! Like, right. like, I don't know what you're talking about." Like, and then it's like, oh. So now you're too good to so hear here. criticism. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And so, so you can be on both sides. It's, it's, it's better to just try to be in the middle. Try to find not, an even flow. Yeah, not not take the criticism too hard. Not take the not take the praise too too good. You know, just 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 be in the moment. And um, and I said I said this. So I, I want to say I want to say this on the show because I know we, like we, we was talking um, before. 
a lot of times um, you will find, so um, a lot of times you'll find that your enemies or who you perceive to be your enemies will be the people who will tell you the truth. Yeah. And so a lot of times people cut off um, the critique of, of, who they perceive to be their enemies because they're like, yo, they don't like me. And what I find is that a lot of times your enemies will tell you the truth. They'll tell you the things that you could use to correct yourself. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you they'll tell you your, your blind spots. They'll tell you all of the things that if you just listen to them and not, again, not taking it too one way or another, yeah. you know, not 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 internalizing it and not being like, oh, you, you hate me anyway. F you on listen to any Nah, but if you like if you listen to them, they could be giving you the secret to who you are, to your future, to wherever you're trying to go. You know, they 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 could be the people saying, Man, see see, you shouldn't be doing this job anyway, man. You should you you, you should be out teaching somewhere. You, you, you know, why you here? Yeah. And you like, man, what why are you always on me? Why? And then, and then, but if, but if you can sit back and listen, then you're like, oh, hmm. You think I'm a good teacher though? Why am I here? So what he really saying is, you know, I mean, I know he hates me, <laughs> yeah, but he really could be giving me the secret to where I really should be. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we, we, we throw people off on the side. And so one thing I've done is no matter how the criticism comes, I don't care how it comes. Um, it could be somebody cussing me out. It could be whatever. First thing I sit back and say, okay, is there any validity to what they're saying? Yeah. I I, I can't internalize it. I can't, oh, I'm a terrible person because no, 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 no. Is there any validity to what they're saying? And then Oh, okay. How could I use this to make myself better? And sometimes the answer is not. Nah, ain't no validity to it. Whatever. Yeah. You know, this this person just got it out for me, and and there's that, nothing that I exists. Can use, right. That exists. But then sometimes it's like, hmm, they kind of got a point there. You know. That also exists. I still don't like them, <laughs> but, yeah. but but they got but they kind of got a point. That that also exists, though. You know. But that's from being in the middle and not, not, um, you know, not internalizing the criticism and just being able to, you know, self-evaluate. So that would be the last thing I would say, like, try to find people, even if it's your enemies, even if, you know, those people that keep it a hundred and, and they don't. OK, fine. Listen to what they're saying and you see learn if a that lot listening. Say that again. I said you can learn a lot. Just by listening. Yeah. I promise. Yes. <laughs> I promise you. Yes. All right. When I was very young, I used to hear older people say that so much. I didn't understand that. But mm-hmm. as I got older, yeah, you could learn a lot just by listening. Yes. I, I, I promise you. Yes. And 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 people people look, people will guide you to where you need to go. They'll be they'll that They'll be the ones talking about, yeah, yeah, because they they keep they keep bringing up this this stuff from the past. That's why they can't move forward. Shoot, they keep bringing that stuff up. Shoot, yeah. they always gonna be stuck. Yeah. And you like, well, they just hate me, but they just gave you a a golden 
nugget. Like, like yeah. they just gave you a golden bar. If you just use, use it, it, yep, listen and use it. If you just use it, then you could get yourself out of where you're, you know, where you're stuck. So, um, try to find those those people who will who who. I mean, of course, it's best. If, I mean, if you can find somebody who can, you know, criticize you um, and you trust them and all that, that's great. But sometimes you can't find those people. Yeah. But you can find those enemies. You can find those people that talk. About, that <laughs> talk them, yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know what I'm saying? They talking behind your back. You can find those people all day long. So. All day, every day. But, yeah, we hope you guys have enjoyed this show. Again, we're stream- we on all streaming platforms. Whether it's uh, Spotify, um, we're on, I think it's called Apple Pod or something, Apple Podcasts. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're on all the streaming all platforms. That. So we appreciate the love and the support that you guys show. Continue to follow us. And we call this a wrap. Yes, sir. Peace. All right, peace.